Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. I'm your host, DC, and today I'm joined by Moss. How's it going, everyone? And the goal of this podcast is to bring a ton of reviews from movie news, some TV news, and some comic book stuff as well. This is the 44th episode of the podcast titled Marketing Genius. So, in thumbs up, thumbs down, we have a couple of trailers going to go over real quick and just say whether you like it or not. First one up is Trolls. So, Moss, what was your thoughts on this trailer? I didn't see enough of it. I was really confused. Um, I didn't like that they were pandering to cheesy pop culture songs right away, and I just didn't see enough of it. I think it's too early of a trailer for me to give an accurate view, but what I've seen, I don't like. I guess it was the pandering music, uh, the that Watch Me Whip and Nene song. That song drives me crazy. What is by the artist? What, Silent Toe? Yep, that song right. drives me absolutely insane. I get it, kids like it, and it's fun, but he didn't make that song for kids. Yeah, he, he was uh, making that song about him dancing. As a grown kid. Uh, grown man. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not. The 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 movie's clearly going to be for kids. So, yeah. I think this is up there with the second Smurfs movie. As to uh, no chance in uh, no snowballs chance in hell that I'd see it. Okay, well, hey, it, it's I give this one the thumbs up. Be honest, um, seeing just what? Tim Blake in here. Uh, yeah, Justin Tim Blake was. I, I was hoping, like I said, there was not enough. Just and uh, you know me and JT, me and JT go back. However, there was there was nowhere near enough. And the direction it started taking, no. But I'll let you finish. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't mind it too much. It, it wasn't the best thing, but I know it's not geared towards me. So I, I'm not mm-hmm. too judgmental on this one, unfortunately. This is one of the things where it's like, all right, trolls. I know what trolls are about. So I know what kind of audience you're going for. And you got to make money off of it. I'd rather this than oh. see a Chipmunks movie, to be honest. Okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. But you can compare this to another animated movie that's also geared towards kid, kids. And you can see a total difference. Like, for instance, the Minions movie. The second movie, what happened? What was the breakout song that they chose to use for? It was a song that was produced and made famous because of the movie and its inspirational message. They didn't pander all the way to kids. They made something for it and made it great. There's so many movies. Happy Feet clearly wasn't for us. It was clearly a children's movie. And they took songs and they they selected particular songs that were awesome that did actually pander to us, but was like, all right, you know what? I can handle this song. This is cool. And it was very unique and refreshing. And every, every one of those penguins had a hard song. Except for the Mexicans, because they just got down way too much. (laughs) (laughs) But you get where I'm going with this? Like, it's one thing to pander, but it's another thing to go cheesy, current, only thing that you have going for you is, ah. Personally, it felt short with that. Like, especially with the examples I just gave, I'm talking about successful franchises that really built from nothing. I mean, the soundtrack to Despicable Me is absolutely amazing, and it's because they did it right. You know, they got Pharrell to do it. And the soundtrack to Happy Feet, well, 
awesome. Yeah, it, it's definitely, definitely, it, it's, it's kind of strange, but at the same time, you know, as that's they're trying to um, go towards where the money is, unfortunately, and a lot yeah, of like, kids now. Let's see where they go with this, but at the moment, I don't like it at all. Yeah, kids now these days want to whip and nay nay, so it's like, all right, fine, I guess you gotta do it that way to make some kind of money off of this, you know. Wow, we just got really existential, and just got this just got very depressing about our children in our future. <laughs> all right, <laughs> uh, to the next movie. Yeah, so the next um, trailer we have here is The Secret Life of Pets. Um, I believe it's the second trailer. I- I'm not sure if yes, it, it is. is. It is second yes, trailer. It is. Yeah, this there's been so much good things from this um movie itself, so. Just to see how many trailers, and it's like, oh, it's only two. Okay, yeah, let's make that happen. So, this one I give a thumbs up as well. Um, there's a whole lot of funniness from it. Um, Kevin Hart is surprising me. The voice at first, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, does it fit? But as the many times I watched it, I'm like, all right, it's starting to fit. I'm starting to actually enjoy the voice, and he sounds very funny, and I could. It's just the characters are small as Kevin Hart, so it's hilarious. Really, really hilarious. So, Mass, um, what is your thoughts on this trailer? Well, I don't know who Mass is. Mass, however, yes. <laughs> however, uh, I I did the same thing you did, man. I tried to figure out who that was and if it fit. And then once I actually heard it was Kevin Hart, and I gave it more seconds, and you could hear him embrace the lunacy of that little rabbit. And it was glorious. Yeah. I was glad I gave it a second chance to really hear it all out and listen to him go off, and it was hilarious. Uh, I love the second trailer. I actually like the second trailer more than like the first trailer. I felt like I learned more of the story. The first one was kind of fun. It was like, oh, what are they doing without us around? Yeah. And everyone wants to add to that question. So that's, that was for me the first one brilliant. But the second one... I think the second one gave the story some substance as to what's really going on, and that's what I appreciated. So, I give this a full thumbs up. I thought this was hilarious. Yes, definitely. Um, it's one of those things where you're you're surprised by it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I can see it. Like, definitely, his his voice didn't sound too annoying. It sounded like it fits the character. Yeah, you just have to give it a second so you can apply the voice to the, the character. And then when you see him embrace the lunacy of the character, you're like, okay, yeah, this works. Yeah, I can see. And then when the security guard is just the the, the, the pest control, the security guard, whoever that was, he was like, save yourself, save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's de- definitely, definitely crazy. So, yeah, this was definitely a thumbs up. Really thumbs up. Yeah. So, the next trail we have here is Nine Lives. This was Kevin Spacey. It's, uh... Interesting. Very interesting. I'll let you go oh, first, Moss. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on this trailer for Nine Lives? Well, why do these people have so much money and so much free times on their hands? Yeah. And why are things happening around this country that can't be stopped? This movie's a waste of time. <laughs> for you guys, the movie is pretty much uh, Kevin Spacey is a multi-billion dollar businessman. Picture someone similar to, I don't know, Donald Trump. He's made his money and he's made a whole lot of it. He's become very powerful. And then all of a sudden, which they haven't really explained, he becomes a cat. And he has to spend time with his family as some type of penance to try to win over his family to see the error of his ways because he invests all his time in making money and not his family. And 
It's about the hijinks and hilarity that ensue as Kevin Spacey tries being a cat, but really a man, and try to bond with his family. It's, I don't know, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. I was thinking of, uh, uh, if you remember the, the Look Who's Talking movies. Yeah. And then movies similar to that where animals were talking from back in when we were kids. And this didn't have the same feel. It just felt worse and just, I don't know, it felt done before. It, it didn't feel... It's not a new story at all. I'm not sure what's, what story was it, but it's been done before. Uh-huh. And like the same exact way. It's like, oh, find the error of your ways. And once you do that, you can go back to being a normal person. I'm like, it seems very familiar. It's no originality at all. And not even to the point where you take the old story and put a fresh new twist on it. It's like, no, it feels like you just rehashed plot for plot kind of thing. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I really feel like they just took this out the, micro- out the freezer and threw it in the microwave. This is prepackaged mess. Yeah, so this is thumbs way down. This is disappointing. I mean, I also see where this could have been fun if they'd done it properly because Kevin Spacey is awesome yeah. and he can make a great megalomaniac cat. We definitely see that. But I just think they did it wrong. Yeah, this it's it's unfortunate. It's one of those things where you try to make something good, but then it's it looks horrible on screen. It's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have put too much thought into this movie. If it was like a spoof-like thing, then probably. But yeah, it's too serious. Rachel. I want to know how much they offered Kevin Spacey for this. <laughs> Who knows? It might be one of those deals where it's like, you do this movie and you get to do like a directorial debut or something else. Who knows? Well, uh, I hope he didn't sell his soul that much, but it probably it's very probable. Yep, so, All right, guys. And so, now we're going to move on to our discussion phase. Yep. DC, you want to let them know what we're going to be talking about? So, um, I was actually watching Collider Movie Talk. And, you know, the folks over there were talking about the marketing for movies. Um, good ones and bad ones. And it struck the chord with me. I was like, yes, I should really talk about that. Because this whole Deadpool situ- situation is a reminder of how good your marketing must be. And whoever that person was, they they need to get like a raise and a half times one thousand because they're they're doing they're they're important right now. So we're gonna talk about marketing campaigns for movies, um, good ones and bad ones. So I have two here for good ones. The first one I have is Deadpool, of course, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy it did well as well as well yeah it did good just because you wasn't sure about this movie and it did a pretty bang up job to make you want to actually watch it it brought a lot of feels to it 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 felt like the 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 suicide squad trailer but lighter Mm. a lighter version of it you know, I'd actually have to beg to differ with this one. I think that the marketing wasn't enough because I wasn't excited about seeing Guardians of the Galaxy based off of the things I'd seen. I was excited about Guardians of the Galaxy because I was excited to see the story be told on the big screen. I was already familiar with it. But there was nothing spectacular about what I've seen. And a great version that you can even compare it to is what we've seen from 
Deadpool. There was nothing outstanding about the hype around Guardians of the Galaxy, a movie that even Robert Downey Jr. openly admitted is his favorite Marvel movie made because of how well it was made and how they were able to create such a fantastic story and keep it so true to the original. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that the marketing did justice by Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think they redeemed themselves a bit with the marketing for Ant-Man, even though I did take my time to go see that movie, but when I saw it, I uh, loved it. I loved every second of it, man. I mean, it was great. But I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy got its justice. And I think you can measure that by as to how much more excited I was after seeing the movie than before. Well, and I was way more excited and pleased than what I had seen in the trailer. Well, it's hard to put up against um, Deadpool just because... Deadpool is really... They're pulling out of the stops. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> knocking out the park. It's the amount of videos and and teaser trails they had for this movie is ridiculous. Seeing the, the Halloween ones, the Aussie Day ones, the testicular cancer ones, it is a whole lot of things going on with this. Two girls, um, one punch. Yeah, it's that, that, But at, at the same time, you have to remember that that's how the this guerrilla promotion is how Deadpool got funded. Yeah, and that we have to thank them for that, and also thank them for how far they've taken it. But more importantly, they have a unique character that they can do this with. I mean, Deadpool's an absolute lunatic. This is everything we're seeing is genuinely a day in the life for the comic book character of Deadpool. Like he's all over the place and that's part of his charm and mystique that you can do absolutely any and everything with however it's it's playing to its strength because i mean he's pandering it like almighty hell to all of us and we're all absolutely loving it yeah and it's it's bringing a lot of the comic book fans and the non-comic book fans together like a lot of people yeah. didn't know who deadpool was before this so it's like yeah the seeing this, uh, or they they know Deadpool from the X Men Origins movie, which is like, all right, yeah, we gotta fix that. this. Yeah. <laughs> forget about that. Make this happen. It, it's like D Deadpool. I can say this: the best campaign campaign marketing ever. I'm telling you. Yeah, and it's all it's all been. You can you can see how it's all been like guerrilla campaign marketing too. Like they they took this project on entirely and they're running with it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about that movie. Like, I, I haven't been excited about a film like this in forever. I really can't compare it to anything because I just love everything about it, you know? It's been like a... It was a grassroots project that's just taken off. And, honestly, from everything I've seen and how they went about it, I, I hope they get all the, the accolades that it deserves. Yeah, I, ho I hope it does... I hope it is an awesome movie. I've heard some stories about it. None of those are bad at all. But um, I hope it's an awesome movie. Like The one that actually got me into the movie itself, because I, I was going to see it anyway, but the, um, the Slater campaign was kind of hilarious. That made me laugh a little bit. So seeing it's like, oh, yeah, Slater, uh, we don't have to worry about this. This person won't get you anymore. It's just... It was just crazy. This is the fourth wall breaking. This is ridiculous. Yeah, and that's that's Deadpool breaking the fourth wall, which is uh, a iconic no-no, and he does it, and it's so well done. And I, I guess it's it's also something truly unique to Deadpool. So 
We'll see. We'll see on the big screen, and I'm expecting it to live up to the hype. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, what else do you have up here, though? Yeah. So, um, like all movies, um, some of them have great campaigns, and then some have horrible campaigns. So, um, yeah. I have two movies here where I felt the the campaign for it was horrible. Um, it could it could have got more buzz if the marketing was better than what it was. So the first movie here where I could honestly say this movie definitely had a very bad campaign is Edge of Tomorrow. It's a it's a great yeah. it's a great movie. But when you think about the campaign for it, it's like it really got any buzz, no kind of hype about it. And then slowly but surely it started getting more buzz after people watched it. Like, it's a great movie. You should go see it. And like, oh, we never even knew it was in theaters. It's like, yes, no one ever knew it was ever in theaters. It's, it's one of those things Yeah, where this is very true. It, it was unfortunate that this movie is such an awesome movie. The concept itself was kind of crazy because it's like, oh, it feels like Groundhog Day. But the way how it was shot was so great. And Emily Blunt was amazing. So to see that this movie itself, it could have got better acclaim well it got a pretty good acclaim itself but it could have got more than what it had if it had a better campaign unfortunately and another movie to have here is um beast of no nation a lot of folks really haven't seen this movie whatsoever it's one of those movies where it came out in theaters and netflix on the same day which i myself was like oh okay I'm not going to see it in the movie theaters now because I can see it on Netflix. I have a Netflix account. So that itself was like, all right, horrible. You could turn it into a different kind of date night. <laughs> yeah, so it's just one of those things where it's like, you, you it, it, it was bad. It was really bad. It's one of those things where, unfortunately, no one knew too much about this movie as well. And Itch's yeah. Elba was superb. But no one knew about this movie. Yeah, so, I, I I agree about those two movies v- to the letter. It's it's a shame too because like you were saying, Idris Elba put on a hell of a performance, and a movie like that that got so much heavy acclaim deserved its uh, time to shine in much better light. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, you know. I wish the marketing was better and it showcased more stuff for it. And the fact that it came out on Netflix the same day it came out in the theaters is like, all right, that hurt you all as well. And I think the promotion for it mentioned that too. And I was like, why would you mention that promotions? Ugh, that's horrible. Really, it's horrible. I remember watching a a trailer online. I was like, oh, yeah, it's in theaters that day. And it's like, and underneath is like, also in Netflix. I was like, what? Where do you do that at? What's, what's happening? It's <laughs> so weird. I, it just it just is a tribute to how um I guess they they didn't expect it to do very well and they were going to immediately put it on Netflix because they made some type of contract with Netflix in yeah. order to fund the film. That's the only answer I got, man. That they had to do that because nothing else makes sense. Why? And you know, had they had they uh, held out for a better deal or could have been offered a better deal, they could have really made some serious bank off that movie. Yeah, so it's 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 really crazy. It's. It's the point where marketing for your movie will either make or break it. And there's other ones that I didn't mention um, on this list where they had decent marketing, but the movie's either horrible or they had great marketing and the movie either sucked or was 
or just very, very bad. And it's something had where it is it just wasn't awesome at all. It's just unfortunate. It just it just lets you know that marketing is definitely key. Definitely. Yeah. Well one key thing that's happened very recently, which I'm sure you're aware of, is the whole scandal over um the casting of Michael Jackson in that British T V show that's going to be about him and they, they cast a white guy. Yeah. And the, all the, the chaos that ensued, especially all the people that pulled up the video that said I would that would that had an interview of Michael Jackson candidly saying that he would never ever want a white man to play him simply because he thinks that's completely inaccurate and that that would be very, very wrong and it would upset him. And yeah, here here they went and did that. Yeah, this So I, I'm I'm firmly convinced that the Michael Michael Jackson estate is gonna be fighting this. They probably will. Unless they signed off on this and didn't pay attention to Michael's own requests that he candidly made, so Hopefully they do. But that's bad marketing right there. They 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 thought, Hey guys, look who we got and that backfired so hard and fast. Yeah, definitely. It's it's crazy. Alright. So um coming to the is just four movies. Um, the first movie here is Fifty Shades of Black with um, Marlon Wayans. It's a spoof of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, uh, take for what it is. Um, Jane had got a gun. I haven't heard much about this movie at all. When we go back to talk about Brian Marketing, this movie had no marketing whatsoever. I didn't even know it was coming out. So this movie's coming. I out. didn't know it was coming out till you mentioned that we may be discussing this, and then I looked it up, and it looked like it might be an interesting movie. Yeah, so, so I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't know about this sooner. Yeah, marketing was horrible for this movie. Um, Kung Fu Panda 3, which I've heard great things about. And The Finest Hours, which The Finest Hours has a decent marketing plan. It was decent. You you see it out there. I heard the movie's so-so, so hopefully it's not too bad. But Moss, um, in order, what what movies would you see first? Well, first, uh, interesting fact, I, don't, I didn't mention this because I figured I'd wait till now, is The Finest Hours. Uh, guys, that's the movie in regards to the situation that happened in Gaza, mm. where the, the embassy attack on Gaza. And, um, yeah, I actually have a friend whose uh, former teammates were the ones that were involved in that. And he said he saw the film... And he said that it was an accurate depiction and that it's a spot-on depiction and that it's uh, as true as to how the situation played out and also how military uh, handled things and operations and also handled the, uh, the responsibility of warfare. Uh, he said that it was as close as it gets and it's ever gotten on the big screen, so he's very proud of it. Um so that's a good nod. Yeah. But I don't know how I, I, I still have with my own personal military experience. I still am, am very iffy about seeing military movies just because some chords, I'm happy that they don't get struck often. I like leaving them alone. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, but I mean, 50 shades of black comedy, uh, another spoof film from Marlon Wayans. I, I would hate to say that he's being typecast as such, but he's making some good, funny films. Uh, he's a very funny man from a long line of funny family members. I can't knock him for for doing what he's good at. Um, Jane Got a Gun, very interesting movie. 
I think uh, I think I don't know about this sooner. I'd be more excited about it because yeah. the story sounds really, really, really crazy. But Kung Fu Panda three, that's my movie. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I still do the Wushi finger hold. <laughs> <laughs> I still do it, and uh, I'm excited yeah. about this one. All right, um, let's see. For me, I'll probably do Kung Fu Panda three first. Yep. Fifty Shades of Black second. Jane got a gun third and then finest hour last yeah that's exactly how i would do it yeah this is just because kung fu pan is hilarious i probably want to see it just because i've seen the other two i want to finish off the, the trilogy as as is 50 yeah. Shades of black i've heard bad things about it but i kind of want to see the spoof i kind of want to see spoof I, I like comedy so yeah again marlon wayne's has cornered the the spoof comedy I mean, we got the scary movie. Before that, we had Don't Be a Menace South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Yeah. All right. He's he's done the paranormal activity spoofs. He knows what he's doing. This isn't his first rodeo. Yeah. So. And he's a very funny man. He's been making me laugh since I was a kid. Uh, so I really can't knock it. I, I just, you know, I enjoyed seeing him in other roles as well, like when he was in Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Ooh, throwback. Let me see if you remember that movie. Yeah, really throw back on that one. <laughs> and also, I thought he was great in G.I. Joe. You know, I mean, given the opportunity, he shines. And in terms of comedy, he shines. So yeah. I'm excited. I think be, this movie is going to be hilarious, especially because of the hype around the movies, the series that he's spoofing, yeah. and the ridiculousness of it. Yeah, and then um, Finest Hours, the fortune had to be last, just because... It feels like a very serious movie, and I'll probably be very bummed out watching it. I'm kind of tired of people milking all these, you know, real life events for money. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, it's kind of, especially when it comes to these tragic stories about what happens to, uh, you know, government employees in our military. I, I'm really tired of these people making. Oh, this will be a great movie. Let's make money off of this. That's that's uh, I uh, I guess I I have a personal moral issue with all that, but that's just me and clearly not these uh, businessmen. Yeah, very very true, very very true. So um, I guess we'll end off here. Um, you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Your Reviews. You can email us at Bring On Reviews at gmail.com for any questions or inquiries you might have. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. No duh there. Um, you can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have for us. And you can visit. Wait, 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 D. Yes. We, we, you know what? We cannot end on such a stoic, unhappy note. I have yeah. a question for you. All right. You saw the dead, the last Deadpool trailer. Yes. Did you do the testicular cancer test? No. Ah, what's wrong with you? Sorry. <laughs> I, was at, <laughs> I was at work when I saw this. I was like, yeah, nope. <laughs> that was glorious. That was so funny. I was at my job. I showed it to my coworker. He was so confused. He was like, what's happening? Is this a superhero movie or not? Why is he doing this to me right now? <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely a crazy... A crazy, tra- a crazy trailer, for, for real. It- Guys, I don't know if you know this, but we're biased about this Deadpool movie. We're very biased. It's just, it, the marketing is just amazing. It really is. It's genius. It's genius. It's- all right, tell them, tell them how they can find us. Tell them how they can find us. Yeah, um, on the website, you can find us on www.bringonreviews.com for any movie reviews, trailers, and even this podcast as well. 
I like thank Moss for being here. Where can they find you on social media? It's always a pleasure, D, for having me. Uh, social media, you can find me on Instagram at Defiant underscore Moss. And on Twitter, you can find me at GoliathNYC. Cool, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dwight and C. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can email me at DC at bringonreviews.com. And we'll catch you reviewers next time. Take care, everyone.